Previously on Tubular Teens with Titans. As Jay is captured by the evil Hera and brought before the mechanical menace known as Harbinger, they know that they must find a way to escape. But the villainous trio is determined to extract whatever information they can from them, and Jay finds themselves facing their relentless interrogation. Meanwhile, the remaining Guardians launch a daring rescue mission only to be met by the petrifying Metalusa. As they struggle to overcome this formidable foe, e makes a shocking revelation. He is actually Jay's online friend, Cleverboy93. As Jay grapples with this revelation, they must also find a way to outwit their captors and join forces with their friends to defeat the forces of evil once and for all. Can the teenage hero rise to the challenge and save the day? Jay stands depowered, face to face with the dinosaur scientist Erailed. Angrily, they begin to pace back and forth in their cell while the dumbfounded Erailed looks on. Oh, I cannot believe this! How is this possible? I... I am so upset that I can't even calculate the chances of this happening to me. This is by far the coolest and the worst thing that has ever happened to me. I have a friend that is a dinosaur and also have been putting my friends at risk this entire time. To be fair, on the latter part, you are an unknowing accomplice. How are you a guardian? Harbinger speaks of your kind from millennia ago. Have guardians always been part of your surface-dwelling lives? No, I have literally never heard of a guardian before a bunch of glowing orbs just showed up one night and gave us these rings and bracelets. And wait, we've only been trying to stop you from destroying our city. This does not make sense. Either you are lying to me to save your own skin... Or Harbinger has been lying to us the entire time. I think it's neither? Explain. You said Harbinger has a past with the Guardians. He told us that a couple of times already. True. He has a vague recollection of the battle against Guardians similar to yourself. And how long have you been working with Harbinger? By your calendar, 
his damaged frame was recovered 500 years ago. Our Guardian technology comes from a spaceship that crash-landed thousands of years ago. Is it theoretically possible that Harbinger was on board said alien vessel when it came to Terra? And somehow they survived the crash. They do have knowledge of the unique energy that your technology uses. They also recognized our weapons and the materials they're made of. They absorb the energy from your massive weapon. All of these facts lead us to one conclusion. The entity known as Harbinger. And the Guardian technology. Not, not only, only have, a past, have a past, they must, they must have, have a shared, shared origin. origin. The two brilliant inventors eye each other for a moment. Human eyes lock onto dinosaur eyes as a smile creeps across both of their respective faces. Oh, that was fun. It's not often I get to go full-on brainy like this. Very true. Like your moon, I often conceal 41% of myself from others. Excuse me? Why did you say that? You were Cindy. We've been talking online for months. I told you about Cindy. Jay, my humblest apologies, but... No, I... I don't want to hear it. Uh, it... It's difficult for me to make connections, and you abused that. If you would allow... We're done talking. Jay turns away from the crestfallen Erailed and sits facing the corner of their cell. Erailed opens his mouth to ask a question, reconsiders, and leaves the brig. He slowly makes his way to the bridge of the ship, where he finds Hera and Harbinger stargazing. Dearest brother, were you able to garner any information from that insipid guardian? No, my dear sister. They refused to divulge any information to me. They must be waiting for another rescue attempt. I don't see why we aren't sending back their head to their friends as punishment. These guardians are not children. The death of one of their own will just inspire them to double their efforts on their attacks. They will either yield or be crushed. Without their green compatriot, they will not be able to merge their titans. The vision that endures will make quick work of them soon enough. Very well. Brother, can you explain to Harbinger what your telemetry showed you this morning? My what? Your telemetry, dear brother. The information about the dino riders and where they most likely will arrive. Oh, yes. As you know, as we made our way to the surface, I left a cadre of sensors and probes in our wake. They have been updating me with the progress of Tirk Mir's arrival. The Dark Emperor is sending quite a large battalion to obtain the technology that was reported to him. That you reported to him? That my automatic processes reported. Luckily, a large battalion moves slowly. They've sent a scout unit ahead, moving at twice the speed of the battalion. 
After we repel the initial unit tomorrow, we will have more than enough time to fortify against the upcoming battalion. Did you not think this was information I should have had immediately? Your latest creation, this Metal Dusa, was effective at repelling the Guardians. They will be of great use, but even a scout troop of Dino Riders can pose a formidable challenge. Have you forgotten I am the one who trained these riders, and my talented brother designed their armaments? We know them better than they know themselves. There is a thin line between confidence and arrogance, Hera. You need to be wary what side you are on. Do these scans of yours show exactly what they are sending? What I can confirm are a pair each of Valerians and Rulons. My dear sister believes at least a pair of glide units will be arriving as well. The gliders are not showing up on the scans as they most likely are resting on the backs of the Valorians. Since the two of you have determined how to handle this unit of dino riders, what is your plan for Haxatar Obliterus? You do not actually think the Dark Emperor would send that buffoon? With our banishments, he would be the most likely choice. If Tyrik truly does not wish his generals to question him, who better than this bloodthirsty fool? Haxatar? Why am I having a difficult time placing a face to such a unique name? This is what happens when you do not spend enough time on the battlefield, my pacifistic little brother. Haxatar would rarely be seen at the capital. He preferred to be out front leading the charge of whatever enemy Tyrik pointed him at. He has been called many names. The Butcher of Butera, the Scourge of Sanitania. He's barely better than a savage beast. A beast who is more than determined to make up to losing to you, Hera, in single combat. If needed, I will put that rabid animal down. Would your time and energy not be better served on reconnecting with the vision that endures? The repairs are almost complete, but we know there is a mystical element that requires you to be attuned to the mech. The sooner that occurs, the sooner we stop the riders as well as the guardians. The translucent form of Gaia moves between the three petrified guardians. The black, red, and pink guardians are still frozen in place after being blasted by Metal Dusa. The holographic AI pauses momentarily and examines the rings and bracelets of Scarlet, Benny, and Hanuel. Gwen stands out of her way, still in her guardian form. Are you guys okay? Are you in any pain? Other than an itch I can't scratch, I'm fine. Benny? Why did you leave with the monster? You could have done the steam attack with one instead of acting as a decoy! I think I misheard you. Did you just ask, Benny, why did you sacrifice yourself so we could all be saved? No, I'm pretty sure what I said was, Benny, why don't you think before acting for once? I'm pretty sure the two of you could probably go and save Jay while Gaia figures this all out. That's enough. Throwing negative energy back and forth is not going to solve this problem. We have less than 12 hours to fix this and save Jay. Hanuel is right. We have to work on getting you all unfrozen. 
That's our priority. Anybody have any ideas? This really is a J thing. They'd probably already have three solutions. Each one more complicated than the last. And all with progressively more complicated technobabble. Ahem. I don't mean to toot my own tyrannix, but I am more than capable of solving this dilemma. Sorry, Gaia. We've just all gotten used to asking questions and then Jay just giving us answers. Their insight would be greatly appreciated, but there is a solution I found. You may not like it. Rip the bandit off, Gaia. What is it? Metal Deuce's ability has seemingly put your armor into a chronal lock. It is essentially stuck in a moment of time. The only reason it didn't affect the three of you personally is that the Lexorian subspace models are constantly in flux, so the effect stopped there. It almost feels like Jay's here. What's the part we're not gonna like? If we reverse the Lexorian subspace modules for just a millisecond, it should undo the chronal lock. There is a minuscule chance that your connection to the source could be severed. Does that mean we'd have to go back into the source again to talk to the Titan spirits? I really don't want to have to climb that mountain again. Or chase that goddamn beetle. You mean it will be like the blue screen of death? That happened to my dad's computer when there was a power surge last year. It flickered for a second and it fried everything. That sounds accurate, but the odds are almost non-existent. I wouldn't suggest it unless I thought it was safe. But I wanted you to be aware of the possibility. What do you guys say? I don't think we have a choice. Unless I want to pursue an exciting career as a scarecrow. And I've been having to go pee for the last 45 minutes! Scarlet? What about Jay? Could this affect them in their armor? They could be fighting for their lives right now and we just took their legs out from them! They're too far away for this to have an effect on them. If you're all ready, this will be over in a moment. Gwen, put these devices on each of your source conduits. Source conduits? Do you mean our bracelets? Bracelet? That's an advanced piece of weaponry designed to tap into the very nature of the universe. It's not a piece of jewelry. Sorry, these things didn't come with an instruction manual. Gwen places small discs atop each of the other's bracelets. The circular items latch onto the alien technology and begin to glow a softened hue of the bracelet's color. In a flash, a burst of energy radiates through the Guardian's armor before the discs return to being silent. The armor recedes back into its bracelet as Benny, Scarlet, and Hanuel are freed from their petrification. Oh, sweet! Gaia? Is there a bathroom on this thing? There is a refresher down the hall to the left. Uh, refresh... You know what? Don't care right now. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> so, do we lose our connection to the source? The bracelet still feels the same. You didn't, but something interesting happened. Oh, oh that's nice. Interesting good or interesting bad? I believe it's good. It seems like the reset of your source conduits altered their wavelength slightly. Your communication is now under a different band. If we are able to reset Defender's conduit remotely, the change in wavelength will allow me to pinpoint them and teleport them out of Harbinger's control. Do we really want to roll the dice twice? I don't think we have a choice. It's our best bet to get Jay back. 
That new monster is just going to freeze us if we get close to it. Do we need to get one of these discs out there? No, I should be able to send out a broad enough signal to reach Defender. Amplifying the signal does increase the chance of something going wrong, though. How bad are we talking? Just a few percentage points. A few percentage points for what? Gaia's gonna send out a pulse to reset Jay's armor, so hopefully we can teleport them back. Sounds like a plan. Aren't you a little concerned that we might break our connection to the source? You've gotta risk it to get that biscuit. It's like calling a flea flicker. It's a risky move, but if everything works out, you're golden. <sighs> Alright, do it. The monitors around the command center start reacting as if being manipulated by an unseen user. One monitor shows the topographical map of where Jay is being held, while others show fluctuating energy readings. All sent. The source conduit should be back online in three, two, one. Gaia? I can't feel my bracelet anymore. Yeah, me neither. Oh no. Harbinger stands resolute while studying various monitors with information pertaining to the oncoming Dino Rider attack. Specifications for the gliders, Valorians, and Rulons cycle through one screen while aerial shots of Dragon Cove and the surrounding area can be seen on another. Fighting a battle on two fronts is a foolish gambit. If these Guardians do not relinquish their technology, we may have to put off dealing with them until after we quash the Dino Riders. The lights and monitors flicker for a moment before Harbinger is knocked to their knees by an invisible force. Struggling to their feet, Harbinger is unaware that their typical red-hued internal lighting has once again switched to silver. What was that? Eerold, Hera! To the bridge immediately. Once the mind-numbing pain subsides, Harbinger finds themselves on the bridge of a different ship. It is the ship from their previous memories, except that it has been severely damaged, and much of the instrumentation is on fire. They see the familiar blue hands, now scarred and burnt, holding on to the yoke of the ship with a death grip. A holographic bust of a humanoid wearing armor similar to the Guardian's appears to the right of Harbinger's main view screen. <laughs> you know, Pan, I didn't even think you would be foolish enough to attempt a hyperskip through an asteroid field. You know, sometimes I amaze even myself. No one is making you chase me, Zortan. The Praetorian Council has demanded that you stand trial for your crimes, and no- No one escapes the Praetorian Guard. You forget I was in the meeting when they settled on that witty catchphrase. Always hated you. One more hit like that and you're finished. Is this how the great Guardian Prime was their story to end? To a splendid few, death is but the next great adventure. The rebellion will continue after I'm gone, and the guard will fall. That's exactly what CL Janney said before she was executed. You lie! She cried your name when she died. All of your deaths will be in vain. 
I swear by the source that you will rue this day. You know who I am, and you know I do not make threats. No, this is as certain as you breathe. I was there the day the Praetorian Guard was born, and I will be the one that ends them. Hera and Erail rush into the bridge to find Harbinger struggling to rise from their knees. Their internal lighting gradually shifts back and forth between its customary red tint and a vivid silver. The large dinosaur helps the mechanical being to their feet while the smaller one begins diagnostic work. You fool! Why would you attempt to tap into your memories unsupervised? At the very least, Salvatieri could have monitored your vitals. I did not do this. Those guardians are responsible. They are tampering with our connection to the source. Our connection? The guardians are endangering my access to the vision that endures as well as their own titans. They are reckless cowards that have tested my patience for the last time. Does that explain your fluctuating colors? Harbinger reaches out and watches the lighting of their hand change hue. This is disconcerting. We should run a full diagnostic. There is no telling what is happening to you. That is exactly what they want, being taken off the battlefield. I'd prefer to not have you malfunction in the middle of a conflict. A diagnostic is unnecessary. I feel more connected than ever before. Those foolish guardians have signed their own death warrants. How many of your monsters are available to us? The destroyed monsters nanobots are programmed to return if they're viable. But creating that many monsters at once will not allow them to be as powerful as before. Are you suggesting we battle the Guardians and the Dino Riders simultaneously? Hubris will be your downfall. It is only hubris if we fail. Were you not just claiming a plan that would neutralize the Dino Rider threat? Or is the mighty Hera afraid of a battle? Never! I have been waiting for a rematch with Haxatar Obliterus. I just do not want us focused on winning battles only to lose the war. The two of us are formidable, but we are still only two. I see my sister should have spent more time on her schooling than on her pugilistic arts. We are three. Brother, are you implying what I think you're implying? I may not be a strategic mind like you are, dear sister, but I am certain that I can concoct enough countermeasures to ensure victory, unless you feel I will be a hindrance, dear sister of mine. My darling brother joining me on the battlefield. It's something I have dreamt since we were hatchlings, but I never thought I'd live to see the day. I shall show you that my brilliant mind is just as powerful a weapon as your muscles. While the two of you deal with the Dino Riders, I will begin to attune with my Titan. Once I restore that connection, I will squash the Guardians. 
and then the three of us combined will defeat Hexatar once and for all. Inside the hidden command center of the Guardians, Benny, Scarlet, Gwen, and Hanwell panically look from their bracelets to the artificial intelligence figure known as Gaia. I can't feel my bracelet anymore. I know it's there, but it doesn't seem to be working. Does anyone else feel theirs? No, I can still feel mine that it's attached, but the energy, or whatever you want to call it, has gone. Oh god! What did we just do to Jay? Did we just leave them stranded with no armor in an enemy base? Someone's gonna have to call their mom. Oh, I don't want it to be me. She likes me. It's so rare for a parent to like me. Do not make me be the one to tell this wonderful woman that we stranded her child and probably just killed them. Um, hello? Please tell me you're old and find my blue binder. Wait, what? Why would we have your... <gasps> Jay? Jay, are you okay? Yeah. No physical damage, but there's been some emotional scarring. <laughs> are they torturing you? Oh, just a vigorous Q&A session with a dinosaur who turned out to be the girl I went on a date with, and also my online best friend, coupled with the fact that I've apparently been helping him design the monsters we've been fighting. What? <laughs> yeah, it's been quite the eventful afternoon. So, Cleverboy93 is Cindy. True. And a dinosaur? Also true. That's so awesome. Benny? What? Jay loves dinosaurs, and now they can actually say they're friends with one. Gaia, can we teleport them? I've been trying to since they called. I think we might have a big problem. Of course we do. It seems our use of the ley lines has been damaged. That's why I asked about my blue folder. I've been working on a plan to disconnect Harbinger's Titan from the source. Please tell us you have a way to fix this. Just some theories? I didn't think you all would want me messing with the connection. The four teens in the command center move toward the main monitor and watch a variety of footage showing Minoterra, Garbagolo, Slam Banshee, and Metal Dusa destroying downtown Dragon Cove. Citizens flee while the police try in vain to stop the onslaught. How is this happening? We stomped those creeps. Errold must have been able to reconstitute them somehow. Errold? That's his name. We have to do something. Dragon Cove needs us. What can we do? Our conduits are out of commission. Scarlet's right. If we go out there, we're just going to get killed. Benny, you don't want to fight them? I never said that. You taught me that going in without a plan ends with people getting hurt and we lose. Gaia, is there anything on the ship we can use? Lightsabers? Blasters? Any weapons that Pon had have surely been degraded beyond use at this point. Jay, Gaia, is there anything we can do to restart or jumpstart our conduits? If we just have one working conduit, which, by the way, I don't know when we started calling them that, but I... Love it. We could piggyback its connection to temporarily reconnect the others to the source. Splitting the power through one conduit would burn them all out and burn out those that are using them in a short period. 
True, but it's a moot point because there's only the five. There is one remaining conduit. It's Panvahan's. Why didn't it go out with others when they found us? Pan's conduit is unique and keyed only to them. It is the first conduit. So this will jumpstart us, but we don't know how long it will last? It doesn't matter. We need to stop those monsters now. I don't know about the rest of you, but I knew what I signed up for when I agreed to be a guardian. I knew from the beginning that there was a chance that this was going to go bad for me. But I was okay with that as long as I helped people. We still have a chance to help people, so so that is worth any risk to me. We work fast and efficiently to maximize the little time we have. We don't think about how little time we have. We have to focus on everything that needs to get done. What about Jay? Not to get all Star Trek, but the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one. We're not going to leave you to die. There's no Genesis planet to send you to. If they wanted me dead, they would have done it already. Harold isn't evil. I think I can talk to him. We're gonna have to trust Jay. Our city needs us. Gaia, what do we do? Just like you recharge your conduits, but instead of the elemental battery, you're going to use Pond's conduit. Gwen retrieves the faintly glowing silver orb from its testing spot, brings it over, and places it on a pedestal in between the guardians. They each take a deep breath and place their hands on the orb. I call upon the devastating force. I call upon the unrelenting wave. I call upon the eternal flame. I call upon the blinding tempest. The lights of the command center flicker and Gaia's form becomes more translucent as the guardians finish their recharging process. I am hope and loyalty. I am adaptation and determination. I am justice and passion. I am strength and spontaneity. The glowing silver orb increases in intensity until the liquid metal is disseminated into the Guardian's bracelets. The orb sits still and lifeless on the podium as the Guardians look down and see swirling silver mixed with their signature color. Gaia, what's with the color change? Gaia? The four young heroes watch as Gaia's form slowly begins to dissipate. The artificial being bittersweetly smiles at the armor-clad heroes. You all remind me so much of him. So brash, so confident, so compassionate. There needed to be a bridge to make the connection work. My remaining power was the perfect conduit for your conduits. Did you just crack a joke? Gaia. It's like you all said. There are beings who need our help. It is our duty as Guardians to do everything we can to save them. There's just enough of me left to open a portal to the city. Just promise me. Jay! Jay, Guy just disappeared! Can you fix her? Uh, I don't know. We don't have time to worry about her right now. Pan sacrificed themselves to get the conduits to Earth. Gaia just sacrificed herself to give us a chance to save the city. I refuse to let their sacrifices be in vain. Jay, you stay alive and try to get out of there. 
after we stop these monsters, we're coming for you. Uh, gotcha? Good luck. See you soon. Gwen, Benny, and Scarlet begin to move toward the portal. Hanuel pauses and then reaches into his pocket and pulls out his PDA. Wait. Man, we don't have time to align our auras and center our chakras. I'm going to ignore how wrong that was and appreciate the effort. We should leave messages for our families. There's a chance things could go really wrong out there. They deserve to hear the truth. From us. We don't have time to call parents. <laughs> no way any of those conversations are going to be brief. Just record a voice note and I'll schedule it to be sent out tomorrow. Just in case. When everything works out, we can delete them. Fine. I'll go first. <sighs> Mom, Dad, I'm sorry things worked out this way. Just know if there was any way possible that I could have made it back without leaving any one of my team behind, I would have done it. You've taught me that a captain is only as strong as her team. And I have the greatest team in the world. I can never leave them behind just like I know they'll never leave me behind. Camille, live your life to the fullest. You're going to be amazing, probably even better than I would have been. And if you tell anybody I said that, I'm going to come back from the dead and haunt you. Appa? Abioji? Please don't be upset. Whatever happened to me is not a tragedy, but a testament to how you raised me. Fate gave me access to these powers and the ability to help people. How could I not use them? That wouldn't be good for my soul, my chi, or even make any moral sense. I don't have any regrets because I know both of you would have done the same thing if you were in my position. Tell my siblings to stop being so internally focused and remember that our family is where all our strength is. Hey, Mom. I'm sorry I did this to you. I know you used to worry about getting a phone call just like this when I was hanging out with Jason. But this is actually a good call. This call is letting you know that I decided on doing the right thing. The selfless thing, finally. I've spent my life trying to survive and never knowing what I was supposed to do with it. Now I finally see that helping others is what I'm really good at. This thing that I've been doing is the greatest thing I've ever done in my life, and I don't regret it for a second. Carter, buddy, you're going to have to help Mom a whole lot more now, because I'm not going to be around. Just know that you are a good person. Never doubt that for a second. Make me proud, little brother, because I'll be watching. Benny turns to hand the recorder to Scarlet and then pauses. The black-clad teen stares at the recorder and takes a deep breath before taking it from Benny. She turns away and closes her eyes while her friends look on with sad expressions on their faces. It's okay, Scarlet. We can- Hey, Mrs. T, um, it's Scarlet. I know you're probably not expecting a message from me, but Jay wasn't here and I wanted to make sure you heard the truth from one of us. I can only imagine how crazy it is for you finding out that your child and their friends were superheroes. 
But I wanted you to know that Jay took this so seriously. It was never a game to them. I, I know I didn't know them all that long, but I think they knew what was at stake more than any of us. Jay just wanted to keep their family safe, and really, everyone's family safe. So much so that they sacrificed themselves to make sure that everyone would be okay. As proud as they were to be a guardian, I think they were even prouder to be a Terra. Scarlet shuts off the PDA recorder and hands it back to Hanuel. He holds both the PDA and her hands for a few moments before letting go. Are you sure there's no one you want to leave a message for? I don't need to record a message because my family's right here. You guys are the most important things in the world to me. And I would literally walk into fire for each of you or or light someone on fire if that was necessary. <laughs> to me, family isn't who you're born into. It's the people who see me for who I really am. The ones who see me and no matter how weird I get, they stay by my side. All right. Let's go be big damn heroes! Harbinger stands in front of the deactivated The Vision That Endures, which still shows battle damage from the last skirmish with the Guardians and their Titans. Erailed and his Google workforce have made a majority of the repairs, but some work remains undone. Those insufferable Guardians are meddling with forces beyond their understanding. They are a threat to everyone and everything. They destroyed my previous life, and I refuse to let them destroy my current existence. Reaching out their hand, the mechanical warlord from the center of the Earth focuses all their energy and determination on reactivating their disabled titan. Arise the vision that endures! The prismatic colors that fluctuate in their underlining increase in speed and brightness until a wave of energy transfers from the smaller being to the larger mech. The eye of the giant, the vision that endures, slowly begins to brighten. Just as its pilot is now afflicted with a kaleidoscope of colors, the eye of the giant shows the same coloration. The massive mystical monstrosity kneels and Harbinger boards his weapon of destruction. The Titan turns slowly and begins a determined march toward Dragon Cove. Hera stands motionless with eyes closed in the middle of her personal quarters. The battle-scarred warrior breathes slowly as she recounts her battle mantra. I hear the primal force. I feel the call of battle through the ages. I know the true wisdom. I bow to the River's divine light. Opening her eyes, she moves with graceful determination to a wall of panels. Savitri? Inventory the armor that is available to me. Armor in current inventory. Warrior Angel Sarah's Helm. Greaves of the Widow from the Widow Helga. The Vambrace of Pavel Destrier, the Turkmenistani Dust Devil. And Astravarius Curus, 
Not my favorite pieces, but they will do. I can synthesize more effective armor if you prefer. Wear armor not one in combat? I would never. The armaments of my fallen foes brings honor not only to River, but to the deceased. Through my victories, their stories continue. The larger dinosaur slowly and meticulously adorns herself with the mismatched armor before stopping in front of a reflective surface. Take note, this is what a true warrior looks like. I can only imagine what ridiculous armor my brother has had you fabricate. Errol has not requested any armor or weapons to be fabricated. He did what? Dear brother, please tell me you have not decided that your first battle will also be your last. Pushing back from a workstation, Ereld turns around in his chair. The reptilian scientist is no longer wearing his customary lab coat, but instead wears a heavier padded black coat. As he stands, the coat opens and reveals crisscrossing bandoliers. I see that decorum has gone up the window when battle is nigh. How have you not fashioned full armor, or one of those exoskeletons that you've been designing since you could hold a writing instrument? Are there not rules about unearned armor? Brother, I know you have studied the tenements, but you have never practiced them. I will not be able to focus if I believe that you will be felled by every blow. Sister of mine, I don't know what to say. That's a first. I assure you that I am taking this foray as seriously as any of my scientific pursuits. In each of these pouches is a device that will bedevil the riders and disable their steeds. They will fall before the might of my intellect. Brother of mine, I've never felt closer to you. I can't wait for us to test our metal. Erail returns to his workstation and finishes packing his bandoliers. Hera proudly watches her brother prepare for battle and notices an assortment of vials he passes over in his preparation. What, pray tell, are those? Just the raw, unrefined attributes of my creations. They are highly unstable and do not fit our needs. Bounding them to host form would be explosive but uncontrollable. I will secure the prisoner and then meet you at the bridge for a strategy session. Erailed adjusts his bandoliers and confidently walks out of his lab. Hera begins to follow, but pauses and turns back to her brother's workstation. She grabs the monster vials and hides them away in her greaves. The good warrior prepares for every eventuality. I'm still not speaking to you. As is your right. But I implore you to reconsider. My sister and Harbinger have never lost a campaign that they started. If not today, someday soon they will defeat you and your compatriots. Relinquish your technology and save your life. Even if I could take off the conduit... I wouldn't give it to someone who was going to use it for evil. Evil? Good and evil are nothing but the most subjective value judgments sapient beings attribute to certain thoughts, feelings, 
and emotions for the sake of giving a sense of direction to their own lives and being able to judge others. We are trying to change the course of our world. And we're trying to keep our world safe. <laughs> for a brilliant scientist, you truly are not seeing the forest for the trees. Illuminate me. If we were truly this evil force set out to destroy your metallic friend and everything else, don't you think we would have been a more proactive force than a reactive force? We only show up when your associates endanger people. And not to get pedantic, but we're called guardians. Did you even pause to think that we might be willing to help you? Harbinger's recollections of your kind have been authenticated by my computers. All evidence I have pointed to one conclusion. Not very scientific of you to automatically assume an absolute. Are you saying that your ilk will use their abilities to help us? I can't guarantee that. But if your cause is genuine, we would definitely consider it. make friends very easily. And before today, uh, I considered you, or at least Cleverboy93, to be one of my friends. So please trust me when I say this. If you do not want to face the scenario of the two of us having to fight, I need you to trust me. You may be my friend, but the other Guardians are my family. The reptilian scientist stares hard at the human inventor that they considered a friend just moments ago. Without breaking eye contact, he activates the communicator on his wrist. Harbinger, I have information that you must hear immediately pertaining to the Guardians. Were you able to extract anything from that foolish green one? Did they divulge a secret to aid in crushing the other Guardians? No, the Green Guardian says that they and their team would be open to helping us with freeing our home from Tirkmir. This violent path that you are walking is not the most prudent or effective way of achieving our overall goal. It lies. They want nothing more than to control or destroy anyone who stands in their way. I cannot believe you swallowed the lies that it spouted. of the sort. I'm just suggesting that there may be... You will suggest nothing. You are nothing but a machine that creates weapons for me. Do you understand? I will as soon as take your opinion as that of Harris Club. Do not contact me again and I will deal with your insolence after I am victorious. They seem... pleasant. They're blinded by rage and loss. I had hoped that reclaiming their memories would offer them solace, but I believe it's going to do more harm than good. Reclaimed memories? The cyborg has amnesia. Harbinger's interactions with you have all reopened 
what were previously damaged parts of his memory. When I rebuilt them, I simply lacked the means to repair everything, as well as Tyrik Mir wanting more of a weapon than a fully formed being. They're working off a partially reformatted hard drive and a damaged OS? Oh, that is never a good idea. Dear brother, it seems your calculations were incorrect. The Dino Riders are here. Come join me in the honor of battle. Of, of course, dear sister. Today is the day that we bring honor to our family. Erailed pauses and stares intently at Jay. A small smile creeps across the dinosaur's face. Wait a few moments. Head out the door and go to your left. The fourth door on your right will lead you to a small subterranean vehicle. It will take you back to the surface. Why are you helping me? Aren't your sister and Harbinger going to be upset when they find out? You said it yourself. You stand with your family. I'm going to join mine in battle. What honor will I leave upon myself if I do not give you that same chance? But I can't help them. My conduit isn't working. My, my team was able to jumpstart theirs, but I don't have the same option. There has to be a way for me to reconnect to the source, but I don't have time to get back to our command center. Savitri, initiate the Iroktekrum protocol. User J Terra granted full access to the system. How can I be of assistance? My lab and all my technology are at your disposal. I have been researching the energies that both you and Harbinger seem to possess. They may be of some assistance. Are you seriously telling me that I get to use dinosaur technology? Because that might also make up for the kidnapping. What are friends for? I hope to rekindle our friendship after the battle. Titans is written and produced by Velvet Fiend Rabbit Productions. Our theme song, Thunder Sword, is written and produced by Ahmad Judah and Joe Chasm, with lyrics and vocals by Keisha Wallace. If you liked what you just heard, please head over to the podcast service of your choice and leave us a rating and a review. It truly helps more people find the show. Tubular Teeth with Titans features the vocal talents of I'm Bri Zachary, and I play the Druidic Defender, Jay Terra. My name is Chris Van, and I play the Pyre Paladin, Benny Humo. I'm Tim Loika, and I play Storm Sentinel, Hanuel Yasuo. I'm Keisha Wallace, and I play the Hydro Hoplite, Gwyn Avalon. I'm Allegra Rodriguez Shivers, and I play the Nova Knight, also known as Scarlet Watts. I'm Shane Cochran, and I voice. Erailed. I'm JJ Jensen, and I play Hera. I'm Michael Waldschlager II, 
and I play Harbinger. I'm Noah, and I play Johnny Dakota. Kyle Gould as Reginald Thaddeus III. My name is Ryan Short, and I was the narrator.